0: My dear friend, thank you for tuning in, and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Fabiano Nyonguru, currently ministering in the Seventh-day Adventist Church in South Australia, both Ameros Park as well as Sanai. Sanai is up north near Devon Park. And uh, here in the studio uh, on the Faith, F- Faith FM um, program, I'm delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you wherever you're at. And, uh, you know, this week we've been covering the theme, Difficult Questions About Imperfect church- Churches. Let me say that again. Difficult questions about imperfect churches. And today we've got quite an interesting, heavy and challenging topic. And that is abuse in the church. Is it real? That's the question. Now, friend, wherever you're listening from, we are thankful that you have tuned in. Uh, we pray and hope that you stay with us, uh, as we uh, discuss this very difficult subject. And, uh, we do pray that, um, uh, you find comfort in some of the scriptural uh, verses or perspective uh, that we will share. And uh, we believe in a God who cares for each one of us and loves us deeply. Now, we also do believe that we live in, in, in an imperfect world. Um, so the discussion today is going to touch a bit on that. Um, like uh, like the theme of the uh, week uh, says, difficult question, questions about imperfect churches i believe there's a lot we can discuss under the theme but today hey we're discussing this topic abuse in the church is it real i do have my good friend here uh pastor uh hugh heenan and uh he uh is a regular on this radio program and uh pastor hugh welcome once again thank you very
1: much fabiano it's really good to be back with you
0: wonderful wonderful and uh South Australia is starting to get a bit cooler. Uh, how are you finding things? <laughs> That's a very timely question, Fabio.
2: You know, <laughs> right.
1: Because truth be told, uh, I was just saying to, uh, some loved ones and, 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 uh, both at our uh, community pantry that I was at right. earlier today as well yes. as at home, uh, just on my way back, uh, through to here. And yes. uh, I couldn't help but just say this is the first time I've really felt cold, uh, this year, <laughs> uh, uh <laughs> right. since the end of summer, right. uh, in Adelaide. It's, it's been a particularly cold day. What about yeah. you? Yeah,
0: no, hey, I, I'm used to this. So <laughs> obviously, Pastor Hugh, uh, how long have you been in mm. South Australia now?
1: Mm. Just over 12 months, maybe right. 14 months. Okay. Like yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. As for me, this, this is okay. But I do admit, yeah, it is starting to get a bit it cooler. Is. Um, you know, if you were in Victoria, it would be even more colder, cooler. <laughs> sure so, but hey, we're thankful. Uh, things are moving, uh, rather smoothly in South Australia. Um, you know, after the, uh, restrictions, uh, that came as a result of the pandemic, things are slowing down. However, across the nation, things are not slowing down. The interest rise, uh, rising and, uh, many alarms and many worries and lots of things happening, uh, in this country and, uh, and in the world as well. But, uh, particularly here in Australia, um, yeah, the, uh, uh, the news um, that uh, we watch uh, from time to time is becoming <laughs> more depressing. And, and uh, I don't know what um, how you're finding things uh, uh, these days, uh, Pastor Hugh.
1: <clears throat> yes, it's uh, th- these are difficult times. And uh, whether you happen to be a, uh, a homeowner mm-hmm. or, or whether you happen to be someone who's wanting to get into the home market That's right. uh, or for that matter, whether you're someone who is... Uh, um, Involved in in, interpreting services for refugees, Uh, those who have recently arrived on our shores, perhaps from the Ukraine, and sorry, from Ukraine, I should say. I'm I'm used to the old way of saying things. Okay, Um, or, um, or for that matter. Yeah, perhaps uh, you're someone who's dealing with uh, A particularly heavy set of issues In life right now Um, And of course there's all the natural disasters Happening in the world today too But uh, uh, I know that this week, and this is just A bit of a a shout out to uh, A a family that's uh, Near and dear to us, uh, to the Watson family Uh, They've lost their their Dear son Nathan uh, Mm. this week And uh, he's a a dearly beloved son Of ours at uh, Trinity Gardens Church So it's been a very hard uh, But a hope filled week because we know that uh, God has an answer, the answer to death as well. Right. And uh, for this too, Christ died. And whatever you're facing Amen. in your life right now, dear mm-hmm. listener, the fact is that uh, uh, Christ uh, has died and risen again and won the victory so that you too uh, can overcome.
0: Amen. Amen. And so, talking about difficult and challenging times, uh, there is a lot that um, uh, that people go through in life. Mm. And um, I just once again wanted to share uh, this was published in 2015, uh, June 11th. Um, this, the, the header uh, says Pope Francis moves to hold bishops accountable in sex abuse crisis. Pope Francis has approved the first ever system for judging and possibly deposing bishops who fail to protect children from abuse, from abusive clerics. A major step in responding to Catholics who have been uh, furious that guilty priests have been defrocked while bishops have largely escaped punishment. Mm. The five-point plan on accountability uh, for bishops uh, uh, originated with the uh, special sex abuse commission that Francis set up to deal with the ongoing crisis. After some modifications, his nine-member council of cardinals uh, unanimously signed off uh, on its uh, on this uh, week and uh, and Francis gave his final blessing to it on Wednesday, June the tenth. And um, so, just yeah, reading briefly from uh, from this uh, news article, uh, a good step being taken by the Catholic world uh, to hold individual accountable and um, and so forth. And but but there is an issue here. Uh, and that is the issue of those who have gone through the abuse, uh, and uh, they tend to be the ones who suffer for quite a, for quite a lengthier uh, period and uh, there's things like these, unfortunately, that happens in churches, mm-hmm. uh, abuse of many sorts. Now, when we think about church. Usually, um, uh, for most people, a church is supposed to be a safe haven, you know, a place where uh, they could run to. Um, But hearing that uh, things like this happen happens in churches, um, it's it's mind boggling. It's it's um, uh, like for a better word, it's it's actually very uh, difficult to grasp. And Mm. so these issues. We need to wrestle with. We need to uh, bring uh, clarity, you know, to, and we need to maybe wrestle with this topic because our topic for today is um, uh, abuse in the church. Is it real? According to this article, Obviously, for the Catholic Church to, to take this step, obviously, this is a serious thing. Mm. They recognize that it is real. But my <laughs> question then, uh, just maybe we could chat briefly before we even get into the Bible study. Uh, my question uh, is, as as we think about abusive um, deeds that happens in um, uh, religious uh, circles, even outside of religious uh, circles, um why is it that we as human beings and uh for most people they, who those who subscribe to the atheistic uh uh mindset why is it that uh we 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 keep struggling with these issues and we as a people uh we cannot seem to get out of these cycles of uh just doing evil continually why is it obviously We'll come to the church side of things, but I just wanted maybe to step back and say, well, worldwide, um, globally, whether you are a person of faith or not a person of faith, we mm. wrestle with these things. But why is it that, you know, we are living in the 21st century and we have so many laws now protecting, you know, the children, the vulnerable and so forth. Why is it that we still wrestle with these things? And why is it that, you know, even in the media, these are the kind of things that, you know, come up often, especially in these days. Well, I guess mm. the simple question then is, because uh, I've asked the number now, I've just noticed, <laughs> but why is it that we keep finding ourselves, you know, uh, um, uh, dealing or, or undergoing, you know, through
1: these kind of things as as, as people? Why do we... Mm continue doing these things yes I think uh, without in any way diminishing uh, the reality of abuse that has occurred very sadly in religious settings or faith based settings that the the truth is that we need to highlight that this is a human problem right uh, and that wherever there are human beings we're going to find uh, uh, human beings uh, acting in in ways that are in accordance sadly with uh, some of the very worst of human nature Mm. and human nature is is such that, was uh, uh, as we've been discovering, yes, uh, you know, throughout history, but uh, also still today, That's regardless right. of the amount of education, yes, irrespective of uh, uh, the amount of information, and sometimes because of those things, hmm. the way that we are formed or the way that we are, um, the way that we are. Uh, our thinking is framed, yes, <clears throat> um, but uh, even despite any of that, the truth is that uh, when we find ourselves in a position of power, yes or of influence, yes. uh, then so often as human beings, mm. uh, we will take advantage of that. Yes uh, if we find someone that 's smaller than us, weaker than us physically. Uh, maybe uh, less advantaged or less believed or having less influence or leverage within society, so often the human uh, response is yeah. uh, to to benefit ourselves. And I think really at the expense of those yes. uh, that uh, are perceived as being uh, less than or less um, advantaged as ourselves. Mm. And uh, this is a very sad indictment of human nature, yeah. what we're talking about here today when we talk about abuse, whether it's physical abuse or mental, emotional, psychological or sexual abuse. Right. Or for that matter, spiritual abuse, because right. uh, that's another form of abuse as well. Interesting. Um, so, why though? You, you are the, the question you kept asking. Though was why? Yes. And uh, <clears throat> you know, I think uh, uh, we all can relate to something which was said uh, some years ago, but said as if it uh, was uh, mentioned just uh, a, a few minutes right. or even yesterday. Right. Um, you know, for example, uh, th- this statement that says, uh, "Although I want to do good." Mm. Evil is right there with me. Right. Uh, I know that good itself. uh, Or sorry, I I I know what I want to do, but I do not do it. Uh, But I I do what I hate to do, and and if I do what I uh, what I do not want to do, I agree that um, that the law, that which is good, is actually good. As it is, I it is no longer I myself who do do this this wrong, but it is uh, this inclination within me Mm. to do the wrong Uh, and then of course the result is that we end up actually acting that out and we do become the offender we do become the person who's done what is wrong Um, and uh, for i have the desire to do what is good but i cannot seem to carry it out for i do not do the good i want to do but the evil i do not want to do Mm. this i keep on doing right Um, now that statement um, sounds like the inner turmoil of someone that uh, maybe we we may know or maybe ourselves mm. uh, at different points in our lives. But that's actually a statement from the Apostle Paul from two thousand years ago, yeah. and uh, I think it's really descriptive of the fact that so much of what we know we ought to do, <clears throat> we nonetheless end up doing what uh, instinctively, reflexively, uh, we um, uh, we know we shouldn't do. Right, right, and uh, and sometimes that's quite often that's because of what's been passed on down to us as well. Yes, so it's yes. it's our own carnal, innate, yes. sinful nature, but it's also, for that matter, uh, goes beyond just our own selfishness. It also are attributes that have been passed on down to us mm-hmm. intergenerationally, and sometimes, sad to say, uh, abuse. Quite often, actually, uh, sexual abuse, uh, abuse against children, physical abuse, uh, and others. Uh, the vulnerable in whatever form mm-hmm. is something which has been uh, a behaviour. Maybe we've witnessed, and then we have replicated. Maybe we've been a victim of that behaviour, and then we've replicated it as well. Right. Um, but uh, uh, the, it's always a very sad, vicious cycle that mm-hmm. leaves victims in its wake, and it's a it's a very very sad thing. So. Uh, Why does this exist? Well, it's it's a very human problem. It comes down to our own innate selfishness, um, you know, survival of the fittest uh, mentality that people tend to have. Right. Um, But uh, it it really comes right back to that question of the our sinful nature because even though we know what's good, we know what we should do. We know what's there's a universal morality at play here. Right. We we all know we shouldn't murder. Yeah. We all know that we shouldn't. uh, uh, act unfaithfully, mm. sexually, or or, or or abuse people, yeah. um, or steal. We 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 know these things innately. That's right. That's and, right. And yet we continue to do them, and and that tells us that there is a problem mm. uh, within us called the human condition, right. in which the Bible calls sin. Interesting. Mm.
0: Yeah. No. Thank you for um, expounding that for us, because uh, really there's there's there's, a, there's an issue at the core of each one of us, mm. and you, you're right. Um, it's that innate, well, let me call it this, in fact, is that uh, a natural bent towards evil. Yes. It is sin, it is selfishness. You're right. Mm. And, you know, the Seventh-day Adventist Church takes this issue seriously. Um, in a statement, uh, we, as a Seventh-day Adventist Church, we actually say, here's our statement, uh, just part of it, Seventh-day Adventist affirm the dignity and worth of each human being and decry all forms of physical, sexual and emotional abuse and family violence. We recognize the global extent of this problem and serious long-term effects upon the lives of all involved. We believe that christians must respond to abuse and family violence both within the church and in the community we take seriously reports of abuse and violence and have highlighted these issues for discussion at this um, international assembly we believe that the, that to remain indifferent and unresponsive is to condone um um perpetuate and potentially extend such behavior that's just a brief part of the statement mm. so we we believe this is actually serious yes and 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 friends um as we delve now into the study after the break uh let us prayerfully together wrestle with this together please do not go away for i know that for some this can be a very difficult thing to mm. listen to. Mm. Even painful or traumatic. Yeah, that's right. Yes, that's yes. right. But I believe that there is power in God's word. And 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 uh through uh this radio program, we believe that um you will find something. The Holy Spirit will speak to you in one way or another and this can bring a healing factor. So dear friend, uh please do stay with us. Let me just share with those who uh, uh have tuned in uh, that we that there is a an evangelistic program. Now you might say, "What is an evangelistic program?" I should have said there is a program and <laughs> just left it there. It is a program uh, titled "Amazing Discoveries: Ancient Mysteries Reveal the Future." This is Mark Wilson uh, who will be sharing uh, on these uh, discoveries. Now you say, "Who is Mark?" Mark Wilson is a presenter. Um, uh, uh and uh, a preacher he's also a researcher uh and uh he's traveled uh, across the world sharing uh on ancient discoveries and uh and archaeological findings and uh i could say so much about um, mark but um, uh, you would appreciate uh his artifacts which he will showcase and uh, many many wisdom that he brings from uh, his um uh ancient uh uh discoveries uh from uh from the archaeological diggings and many more now if you are interested in learning something new something fascinating something that can actually help you connect the dots and maybe even uh, uh help you find answers to life which will come through these presentations you probably want to book your your seat and this is free the venue is at um uh it is at the performing arts theater uh Investigator College, 9 Bacchus Road in Victor Harbor. 9 Bacchus Road, Victor Harbor. Uh if you want to um reserve your seat, uh, all you have to do is um give uh Suzanne a call, 0413 853 581. Let me repeat that. 0413 853 Or you can reach out to Mark Wilson on 0400-640-130. Or you could just reach out to Faith FM and we'll definitely connect you with Mark. Um, So, dear friend, please do stay with us. Let us start with a song, It Is Well With My Soul by uh, Anthem Lights. As we prepare for uh, tonight's... uh, Discussion. We will be having a wonderful discussion on this rather difficult topic, but we believe that God is going to bring something through this study which will be um, uh, of a benefit to all of us, and for some, in fact, maybe bring some uh, spiritual healing. So please do stay with us, and we'll be right back. You are listening to Faith FM Draft Time. Big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano and Pastor Hugh in the studio here. And we are so excited that you have tuned in. And for those who have started the program with us, we are thankful that you have stayed with us. We believe that uh, we've got a wonderful uh, study today, uh, wrestling with a very difficult question. And that is, Abuse in the Church, Is It Real? Now, difficult questions about imperfect churches has been the theme for this week. Hence, we're dealing with this difficult uh, topic. And we really do need to talk about some of these things. Um, now, friend, we do have a free giveaway, but I want you to stay tuned before I can tell you how to get this free giveaway. Now, let me just uh, begin with the Bible text. And um, this is the text... Mm-hmm. That says, God will bring into judgment the righteous and the wicked, for there will be a time for every activity, a time to judge every deed. Uh, cross-references here, Ecclesiastes 3.17, Hebrews 10.30, Romans 12.19. God will bring into judgment every deed. As we discuss this topic, uh, let's uh, keep in mind that, um, that God, uh, hates mm. God hates evil. God hates evil. So let me ask this question then, uh, Pastor Hugh. Abuse in the church, um, a very silly question, but one that we all know an answer to. You. Is it real?
1: Yes, yes. Sadly, uh, abuse is real and abuse. Yeah. Yeah. T-
0: we, 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 and maybe you can pray as well for us Because uh, uh, we forgot to pray Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yes Now This is a That's very right. difficult topic mm. And
1: I think we really do need God's assistance So Father, do please be with us, we ask As we, as we endeavor to explore a topic Which has pained your heart That has hurt our lives uh, But Father, to which you have uh, uh, By your, your spirit of peace and of comfort uh, A balm and a reassurance That will see us through to a day where there'll be no more abuse, there'll be no more pain or hurt. And we look forward to that day because, Father, right now we need uh, the Comforter, uh, the Counselor, the One who gives us every good uh, and loving thing in life. Um, And particularly for those we ask that uh, uh, are perhaps suffering from abuse right now or have historically, we ask, Father, that uh, You'll be with them and uh, let them know by means of today's program that You take seriously the abuse that they have suffered uh, Lord, that uh, uh, you see, uh, but Father, that you also uh, have them very much uh, in in mind, and uh, that you care for them. And Father, that uh, we pray that perhaps as a result of today's program, that there may be found uh, 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 resources or a way out, or perhaps for that matter, a way to uh, escape some of the abuse that, uh, or all the abuse that a person is suffering at this time. So, Father, we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Mm. So, yes, uh, abuse, you asked the question, is it real? That's right. And uh, the, the fact of the matter is that abuse is very real. And uh, abuse happens in many different forms, and we, we mentioned some of them before, you know, sexually, uh, mentally, emotionally, physically, yeah. uh, verbally, uh, psychologically. There, there's many different ways in which a person can be abused. <clears throat> and, uh, and, and sad to say, it, it happens in the workplace, it happens in the home, it, it happens yeah. uh, in, in social settings, uh, it, it occurs... Um, yes, uh, sad to say, in the church it, it happens uh, wherever there is often a power imbalance that exists yeah, uh, within right. relationships. We've heard uh, not too long ago, in fact, it's an ongoing issue uh, that in the in the Parliament House of our nation uh, yes. that it's a very real issue as well. That's right. Um, and so it seems that abuse is endemic; it, it exists wherever there are human beings. Yeah. Uh, and uh, does that mean that we should just accept it? That it's just the way it is? Well, I believe no, mm. and I, I really uh, believe all. So that uh, it's very clear from Scripture that God would say the same. God yes. says no. And Jesus stepped in on, on the behalf of the abused right. uh, time and time again. Wonderful. Uh, and those who are vulnerable over and again. Yes. Uh, and he would have us do the same thing as well. That's wonderful. Um, and so, uh, you know, I, I was reading the other day that one in three mm. of those who work in uh, federal parliament uh, have suffered sexual harassment. That's a shocking statistic. Yeah. That's a terrible yeah. uh, indictment. It's a blight on our nation. Mm. Um, but uh, it, it is uh, indicative of just how deep the roots of abuse are and, and how accepted or how often it has been swept under the carpet or people have turned a blind eye. Uh, and we need to shine a spotlight on this. We yes. need to say, no, enough is enough. Definitely. It is not okay. Uh, and we need to end this now. Uh, we need to do everything in our power to ensure uh, that the vulnerable and the oppressed, uh, that they are cared for, uh, and that they uh, are believed and understood and and helped out of uh, the issues that they face and away from the abuse that that, uh, sometimes they feel as if uh, there is no escape from. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Now, now, uh, should we be surprised by any of this? I don't think we should. Mm. Um, And, you know, in the Bible, uh, the Apostle Paul said that these things are self-evident. He says that the works of the flesh those things which strive against uh, those that which is spiritually good, against which that which is God. Okay. Um, that which is evil strives against that which is good. And so he right. says, these things are self-evident. Uh, sexual morality, impurity, mm. sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, yes. jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, yes. envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. Um, I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So so does God take wow. this seriously? Definitely. Very much so. Yes. Um, those who do these things, who enter into these things, mm. um, and continue to habituate them <clears throat> and make them an identifier in their life, yes, uh, will not inherit the kingdom of God. Right. Uh, so one thing there is that uh, God takes it very seriously and that we should too. Yes. And uh, <clears throat> in God's kingdom and the representatives of God's kingdom we should not give any quarter to this kind of behavior any kind of abuse mm-hmm. uh, within the walls of the church uh, or uh, amongst the people of God That's right. uh, and neither should be in society as well yes um but uh, also that when God's kingdom is fully established mm. and forevermore uh, there will come a time where these things will not exist anymore That's because right. God will ensure uh, that uh, those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God, and thus also those things will come to an end as well. Mm. Um, now, that brings no pleasure to God's heart because he desires to redeem That's right. everyone. Yes. Now, what about the times in which we're living now? Well, in 2 Timothy 3 mm. uh, and verse 1, um, again, the Apostle Paul uh, says, But understand this, that in the last days... There will come times of difficulty For people will be lovers of self Lovers of money Proud Arrogant Abusive Disobedient Mm. uh, Disobedient to their parents Ungrateful Unholy Heartless Unappeasable Slanderous Without self-control Brutal Not loving good Treacherous Reckless Swollen with conceit Mm. Lovers of pleasure Rather than lovers of God Having the appearance of godliness But denying its power Avoid such Now I want you to notice there that, a, that the Apostle Paul, as a representative of God, right. is making it very clear to us that, uh, yes, these things were self-evident in his day, mm. and we should expect that in the last days there will come times of difficulty where there will be a heightened sense of this. Right. And are we seeing that in our world today? I think oh, we yeah, are, absolutely. Um, but then in addition to that, he's saying that um, there will be those who will not only do these things, but will nonetheless have mm. the appearance of godliness but deny its power. In other words, these are not just things that will happen in the world. We should expect these things to happen in all different quarters and settings. Mm -hmm. But why should we think that it will not also affect the church? Are there people in the church? Absolutely there are. That's right. In fact, uh,
0: on that very point, Mm. let me just read this uh, from uh, a wiki uh, page. It says the Gillard government called a wide range, wide, wide ranging royal commission in 2013 to examine religious and non-religious institutions and their responses to child abuse allegations. Archbishop Dennis Hart, president of the Australian Catholic Bishops Conference, said he welcomed the royal commission as did the Archbishop of Sydney. Cardinal George Pell, who said that he hoped it would help victims and stop a smear campaign against the church, Pell was himself Later, convicted of child sex offences, but was acquitted by the High Court of Australia on seventh uh, April, twenty twenty. And here in Australia, this this made headlines. This was a, mm-hmm. uh, a, a high profile case, it and was. Um, you know, so yes, even in the church, even with people of high profiles. Now. I'm not taking sides because I know that people here, uh, when, when, when they talk about George Pell case, <clears throat> people fall on that side or that side. I'm, I'm not taking any side, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. this is real in the church setting yes. and, it, and, and individuals at whatever rank in position mm. can get caught into it or uh, be accused. Of being uh, yes. uh, having had some kind of um, mm-hmm. part in, in in this, it's yes. it's a serious issue.
1: It's a very serious issue, and uh, I think you're right. I think maybe something you're touching on there is a, a few things. One is that uh, there are those that. Uh, look like uh, they are completely innocent, but right. behind closed doors where no one can see and no one knows and the, yes. the victim feels completely helpless and, right. and unable to uh, find any kind of assistance at all mm. because it's just them and it's just the uh, abuser. The yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> that uh, That's sad to say um, there are uh, acts of wickedness and, yes. and wrongdoing yes. uh, that should make anyone weep, but how much more so God mm. uh, weep uh, for the, just how unconsolable many of these victims then become. And yes. I, I've had to sit, uh, in too many lounge rooms, mm. uh, in, in, in too many, um, uh, uh sat sometimes in, in, a church, um, sometimes, most times in a lounge room, most times in people's homes, where, um, I've sat there and I've listened to the gut wrenching, mm. heart wrenching, mm. horrible stories of what has been done to the person in front of me. And you can see yeah. uh, physically what has happened to that person yeah, that's because sad. it's written all over them and the, the, the anguish, the torment that they've been through. And sometimes, in fact, often uh, the feeling of. Uh, and if this is ringing a bell for anyone out there, uh, I, I do apologise in advance, but I hope that you understand that we care for you, and, and, and we're, we're, right. we're broaching this topic that's right. because it's important, that's and, right. um, and, and we, we want to bring uh, a spotlight to to bring care and help to mm-hmm. anyone that's that's suffering in this way in the community. But the truth is that uh, many times those who suffer this take on board a sense of shame and of guilt. Uh, as if they themselves are responsible for something that's actually been imposed upon them mm. and that's what we call unnecessary or false guilt right you know where where they did not do this thing mm. but rather it was done to them uh be, yeah. but because it's particularly when it comes to sexual abuse because uh you know it's two lives being brought together that's right uh, in the way that that, that, that occurs it, it it's um it it really makes the person feel you know dirty or or makes them feel um as if something well clearly something has been taken away from them you know the the right and the joy uh, mm. to be able to share that special moment yes. uh, with someone of their own choice whom they love for life that's right uh, and that's been taken from them at a very early age yes uh, and and then there's the feelings that come with that of of feeling um uh, pain hurt uh uh, feeling off times as well that when they do share these things, maybe it is that they haven't been believed. Yeah. And I've I've sat in uh, alongside of people mm. who've told me where they've shared with trusted people in their lives, and that those people have not believed them. Mm. Uh, and uh, sometimes we hold back because uh, we think, well, maybe the the offender yeah. um, is not actually an offender, mm. um, and uh, we don't want to make. Uh, uh, a victim where there is not a victim, or we don't want to have two victims where maybe there is one. But let me tell you something: when when we listen to someone, <coughs> we need to be calm, and we need to be uh, be able to assure them mm. and let them know that uh, we can be a safe place. Yes, uh, that they've been heard, <coughs> that this is a shelter in a time of storm in their life. Yes, uh, and uh, and and really that uh, um, we. We are going to take the necessary steps to keep them safe. That, Amen. that we protect them, because the fact of the matter is yes. that, uh, look, uh, if the offender is not actually an offender, mm. well, let let the truth come out. Yeah, uh, and uh, and yet ninety or well, eighty-seven plus percent of the time, uh-huh. if not more, it's the truth. Yeah. And so in the vast majority of cases, it's absolutely the truth. Mm. And we need to be doing something about it. And we need to be putting the interests of those who are most vulnerable and hurting uh, at at the forefront. Um, And and the other side to it as well is that if we don't believe the victim,
0: Mm.
1: we're actually causing yet another victim because we're re-victimizing the victim. Wow. So so if anyone is out there and you're not sure uh, what to do about the abuse you've faced, really want to encourage you. Um, we're going to share a little bit later on this in our program, yes. to contact uh, those that uh, uh, will hear you, will, will take seriously what you have to share, and will take the necessary steps to not only protect you, not only to, to help bring uh, some sense of uh, of justice or healing to the past, that's right, but also to hold accountable those who, who did it, mm. and, and uh, for that matter, to hopefully protect others from having to go through what you've gone as well. That's right. Um, so really important that we take this seriously. I wanted to share a quote uh-huh. uh, here from uh, uh, Justice uh, Peter McClellan. And uh, this was the Royal Commission chair who who, who chaired that Royal Commission you spoke about with regards to child safety. Um, And uh, this is what he said. The community will not accept the legitimacy of any institution which does not give priority to the safety and the well-being of the children for which it has responsibility. Mm. And so... If the church doesn't do that, if the church doesn't take responsibility <clears throat> for the safety and well-being of children or other vulnerable persons, right? we've lost our legitimacy. Mm. Um, and, uh, and rightly so, because Jesus himself, uh, and I shared this verse last week uh, for a different reason, but Jesus right. himself says in Matthew 18, he says, If anyone causes one of these little ones... Uh, those who believe in me. In other words, he's talking about those who are young in faith. Right. But it can also be applied to those who are young in life. Exactly. And he says, if anyone causes one of these little ones to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck mm. and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Yeah. Woe to the world because of the things that cause people to stumble in this way. That's right. Um, and then later on, <clears throat> he says, see that you do not despise one of these little ones. Mm. For I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my father in heaven that's right you know um, God sees God has felt what you've been through yes and uh, he is very near he promises to the broken and he heals up he, he, he binds up and he heals the wounds mm. of those who've been who've, who've been abused and those yeah. who've been been, uh, been hurt and you know uh,
0: talking about this um, there's a lot of um, individuals uh, that um uh, people have looked up to uh, spiritual figures um, recently there's been a gentleman by the name of Ravi Ravi or Ravi Ravi zacharias um, uh, his uh ending is not that good as well uh, in that um, there's been allegations and uh, you know of abuses as well um, uh, to uh, uh, about him apparently and this is an issue. What I'm trying to say is that even with people who may be spiritual people, uh, these are th- these are things that people wrestle with. I like what you said in the beginning. It springs from the heart of selfishness. It springs from sin, which is within. It springs from this, um, uh, The Bible calls it the carnal nature. Uh, it really, this uh, this um, internal. Uh, bent to evil that we all wrestle with. And what I'm saying here is that, uh, based on what you just said, is that, hey, we understand that no one is exempted from, or no faith group uh, is also exempted from these challenges. However, we, uh, like you were saying, we must shine the light on these evils and expose them mm-hmm. uh, because God hates uh those who oppress others, and uh, there's a number of verses that I was looking at which we could share just to emphasize that God hates these things. Um, and so, for example, in Matthew 20, uh, verse 26 to 28, uh, Jesus says, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and uh, whoever wants to be first must be a slave, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Um, and if you go to Jeremiah 9, 24, I'm the Lord who exercises kindness, justice, justice, that's a big word, righteousness on earth, for in these I delight. And uh, in Deuteronomy 10, verse 17 to 18, I'm the I'm the God who shows no partiality and accepts no bribes. And so, friends, what we're saying is we do believe that uh, these things, yes, uh, uh, is everywhere, even amongst uh, the people of faith. However, we do not condone it. We do not Mm. believe that that these things are right. We recognize that this springs from the heart of sin. However, we must deal with it. We must expose them. And for those who um, have gone through uh, such difficult experience... um, i must say i've i've um haven't had much experience in helping people who've went through this but i've had little experience and uh i my heart sinks and my heart goes out to those who are going through such an an experience for for we know um uh that this is a very very dark moment in one's life mm. and um you know i've i've seen a a person go from being a bubbly happy healthy looking person to a person who whom, whom I could hardly recognize I recognize because of abuse yes. and so these things are evil mm-hmm. and uh, we must continually uh, pray uh, pray that God um, helps those abusers turn around as yes, well because exactly. they they're, they're also still um, uh, a people who needs redemption Yes. But at the same time, we must also hold every individual accountable. That's right. Um, I just thought i throw in a bit of my share there <laughs> into <good>. the discussion. <laughs> Thank you. No, that's wonderful because that's okay. so true.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, is, is this a point in time you'd yes, like to go to Yes, Yes, that's right.
0: Yes. Friend, there's a lot we could share uh, from what the Bible has to say. We believe the Bible has a lot of counsel, and I pray that God's word. Uh, that it may bring healing upon your heart. Uh, God, there's a verse, in fact, I wish I could find it, which, which says that our tears are collected in God's bottle. And so That's God right. it understands and will help us through. Mm. Now, the free offer for this week, uh, uh, if you're interested, my friend, it is a wonderful book which you must have in your library, Your Bible and You. That is, that is the book by, uh, Arthur Maxwell, Your Bible and You. If you thought the Bible was dry, impersonal, uh, this exciting book is going to change your mind. If you haven't truly really connected well with God, this book is going to help you in that journey. If you had questions w- such as why so much suffering, that's on chapter 31. You want to check that out. Why so many evil in this world? All these difficult Difficult questions are answered in that book when that book leads you back to the Bible. So if you would like to claim this free offer, my friend, all you need to do is text the following code word to Faith FM and that is SA43. SA43, capital S, capital A, the number 43. One code word. Send that to the following number 04888811. Once you do that, the Faith FM Giveaway bot will reply asking for the necessary details and then uh, make sure that this gets to you. Once again, the code word is A. 43 send that to the number 0438 0811 please also let us know where you're listening from uh using the same number uh maybe raise some questions and uh um if uh, if you need a prayer uh please also do text uh us to the same number zero four triple eight eight zero eight eleven. after the break my friend we'll wrestle with the questions as to how you can also find support um and um Yeah, but uh, at this point in time, let us listen to a song. And uh, as we go to the break, I would just like to once again encourage you to prayerfully uh, consider uh, these uh, difficult um, questions, but but understand that God cares. Let us come to a break as we listen to the song Stand By Me by Marlita Fong. Thank you so much.
1: This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.
3: Me like a ship out on the sea, thou. Who
0: back to Faith FM. You are listening to the Draft Time program, the big Q&A program. This is Fabiano Nionguru and I'm here in the studio with Pastor Hugh. Uh, Pastor Hugh Hinan is a regular co-host on the Faith FM Draft Time program. We've been wrestling with a the theme difficult questions about imperfect churches. Uh, and today we've been answering the question under the same theme, which is Abuse in the church, is it real? We've recognized that we live in an imperfect world and, uh, in both, uh, people groups, uh, there, there is, um, uh, unfortunately, uh, abuse, uh, uh, issues. And we've also highlighted that God does not support any evil deeds. In fact, God would want to, um, would want everyone to turn from wickedness and repaint, and so they can be saved. Um, but let me come now to Pastor Hugh. We only have a few minutes,
1: uh, as you lead us into closing. Uh, what else would you like to share? Yeah, I think Fabian, it's really important just uh, before we close our program today <clears throat> to just acknowledge the hurt and the pain of those who have been through abuse, um, particularly in the church. We, we expect that This is a place where we should be safe, yes, protected, where justice is done, yes. uh, where those who are, um, who are vulnerable. Uh, have come to find refuge and find strength. Yes. And in fact, uh, the Bible says, God says, I am your tower, I'm your refuge, I'm a, I'm a stronghold. That's right. Uh, and uh, and that's what we should expect uh, in God's house, in his church. And so to all those out there who have suffered in this way, I think it's really important for us to, to just acknowledge this today that's right. and, and really apologize and yes. to say sorry yes. from the, every fiber of our being and with all sincerity for what you've been through. Uh, that's right. And now, I say that as someone who has sat in, as I said before, um, sat alongside of and, and across from those who have been through abuse and uh and sadly too many times. And uh uh in sharing this thought with them and I've apologized to people. Uh they said, Well you don't need to apologise, you weren't there. I said, Well you know what? When one of us hurts, we all hurt mm. and I really I can see how painful this is for you and I really want to apologize on behalf uh of uh, of the church mm-hmm. uh, and of all of us, uh, whether in the church before or, or now, and uh, you know, time and again, the common answer that has come back to me has been, "You know, I thought that I wasn't the, the hurt had gone. I thought this wasn't an issue for me anymore." But in in hearing that, when in hearing you say sorry, I've realised it still is, mm. and it, it means so much to me that that you would say that. Um, and you know what, this is just simply a, a little of what God would wish to share. He wants just to envelop and wrap his arms around us and say, I am so sorry for what happened in my name. Amen. Uh, it's not That's not why uh, the Lord Jesus, he would say, that's not why I came to die for you. Um, I came to set you free from these things. You know, It, it is by my stripes, by my wounds, that you are healed. Right. And he doesn't want to see anyone wounded in the house of God. Mm. In fact, uh, there's a statement that was put out uh, by uh, the Seventh-day Adventist Church here in Australia, and the South Pacific, yes. uh, the leaders of the Seventh-day Adventist Church uh, uh, states, uh, have apologized. Uh, and I think all of us would wish to apologize collectively and say yes. that we've personally heard and we've been told stories of the sexual abuse of children and vulnerable people in our church communities. And I'm reading this apology just uh, as I speak, just yes. yes, Such instances of abuse are intolerable, And they are inexcusable. And to those survivors of such abuse, we are sincerely sorry. Mm. We are also aware of the many instances where survivors of abuse have suffered further trauma because as a church community, we have not listened to, believed, cared for, or supported survivors of abuse. Mm. We have failed in that regard. And for this too, we are truly sorry. It saddens us deeply that children and vulnerable people were abused by trusted members and leaders of our church community who should have protected them. Uh, the church must learn from the mistakes of our past and assure those who are abused that we have heard their stories. We will learn from these stories and will continue to strive to create safer environments within the Adventist community. We want to see Jesus' compassion. We want to see his justice in our church and in everything we do. Jesus did not ignore the abused. And nor should we. And as a church, we must all join together to create a zero tolerance approach to all forms of abuse. Jesus says the kingdom belongs to those who accept it as a child. And it's the church's privilege to ensure that Seventh day Adventist communities are safe places where people, including children, including the vulnerable and the young, can continue to seek experience and develop a meaningful relationship with Jesus Christ until he returns to make all things new. Amen. And so this this is a, a sincere apology from uh, the church collectively. But I'm sure uh, you all receive this in the spirit that it's, it's shared, and that is yes, Fabiano I and do myself. Agree. Yes, uh, would wish to personally say sorry. Yes, definitely. For any abuse that uh, that has been suffered. Uh, in the name of Christ, and it should never have. I agree. Um, definitely, we absolutely. are sorry for sure. And and so, just as we close, I want to share that uh, if anyone has suffered uh, abuse of any mm-hmm. kind in the church, yes. we would direct your attention towards what's called AdSafe. <clears throat> yes, uh, we have procedures in in the life of the church, uh, and we've been active in this. since the 1980s, particularly yes. from the 1990s, I've personally been involved in this, going back 30 odd years, uh, and uh, uh, and uh, uh, increasingly so over the years, particularly since the Royal Commission as well. Yes, to ensure safety within the church, uh, some of the services AdSafe uh, provides include survivor services, uh, redress yes. for, for wrongs that have been done, yes. um, safeguarding services mm. <clears throat> to keep uh, those who are in the church safe, even now. Yes um and to ensure that, as far as it is possible, these things never happen again, uh, but uh, also offender management to ensure that anyone that comes into the church, everyone can be redeemed, but not everyone is always safe mm. and yeah. so therefore uh, or safe to be around and so right. therefore those those individuals cannot just be allowed to run rampant within the church they need to be they need to be identified um, in, in a in a confidential way, but in a way that keeps um, children and young people and vulnerable persons safe, uh, and certainly there are all sorts of strategies that we have in place to mitigate that, uh, and to ensure that uh, sexual and physical abuse against children and vulnerable people within the Adventist Church uh, is uh, is avoided. And uh, and so there's, there's all sorts of services that uh, are provided by. Um, AdSafe, and through our local churches. Uh, but if anyone has suffered abuse uh, of any kind, we would invite you to call this number, uh, and that number is one eight hundred two twenty. So it's one eight hundred two two zero four sixty eight. 220 468 You can call that time that, that number anytime between 8.30 and 5, uh, Monday to Thursday, or 8.30 to 12.30 on a Friday. Uh, or you can contact your local church pastor and share your story because uh, we want to ensure that everyone is safe within our churches because truly it is it is true to say mm-hmm. that Jesus, that God, desires to heal the brokenhearted and to bind up their wounds. And we, we hope and pray that's the experience of every listener today. Amen. Let us pray together. Father in heaven, Lord, we thank
0: you that you care, that you love us. And Lord, I pray that you may be with that individual who's listening, who's hurt, those who are going through this difficult experience. Lord, and those who have gone through it, Father, we pray that you may bring comfort, and we pray that you may be with them, and that you lead them out of that dark tunnel. And Father, we pray also for those who have Uh, Who are on the offending side And that you may Turn their hearts back to you as well Mm. And Lord be with us Bless us together we pray In Jesus name Amen. Amen
1: This program has been made possible By the support of Adventist World Radio